Thank you, Jesus. And thank you that you're also there where this is heard. And your, your grace, your mercy, your love is touching these parts of, of our hearts that no, no, nothing else can reach. And all the church give praise and glory to God, to our Lord. Wherever you are, give praise to the Lord and say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And you may sit down. Thank you for everyone today worshiping God. It's so good to join together and worship. Uh, I'm going to ask Darus again. As I we have seen, it has become trendy to come on stage in two. So I'm going to ask him to read uh, nine, Psalm 91. And we have actually read this in the beginning of the uh, last year. And I normally don't really remember numbers, but and I have heard God's encouragement, his voice to open up Psalm 91 and read it. And when I read, I, I was so grateful in my heart. I was peaceful. I had the peace to know how much God cares for us. And I knew this is for us. This is God's word for us. And I knew I have to share this with you. And this is a good way to start a new year. And probably a lot of you would say that uh, the year has been really difficult. It has been challenging. Difficult, yeah. But, but at the same time, it was really a good year. Why? Because Jesus has been with us. His presence has been with us. And he never left, abandoned us. And take the words from the, the, this psalm for, for this year, for the new year. It's for you and you and everyone in all languages. God speaks to his children from this psalm. So that is, is going to read. Um, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. On Him I lean and rely, and in Him I trust. For He will deliver you from, from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His pinions, and under His wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a bu buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. 
A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a, a spectator shall you be as you witness the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place. There shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. They shall bear you on their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder the young lion and the serpent shall you trample underfoot. And um, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I haven't finished reading. But um, so this is Psalm 91. And what this tells us is that it says that all kinds of bad things will happen around you. You will witness troubles have you experienced this uh, as well you kind of are per a part of it but you're not you're not really participating on on all that bad on these things bad things that ha that's happening around you these arrows that have been um, shoot shot us they're not really hitting they're not really hitting us they're not affecting us this is God's favor God's mercy Jesus is Jesus is with us in the highs and lows so who can who can um, damage who can do any damage who can really harm us there's no nothing that can really give us fear if we're f if we're f firmly with Christ if we have firm trust in Jesus we are his and nothing can harm us the psalm says that all these bad things will not come near you they will not they will not affect and harm you and I only see that we have 20 minutes left. But I want to um, mention a few more important things. God says he's addressing uh, us and saying, you have made me your Lord, um, your refuge, your, um, your refuge point where you run for, for um, comfort you could s remain um, trusting in your own power um, you can remain you could remain building and uh, worshiping idols other gods but you have God says you have made me your Lord your refuge your comfort so when you make God your comfort nothing can really um nothing can really harm you and affect you 
without the presence of God, I do not want to continue living without God. I do not want to um, live my life as if God doesn't exist. I do not want to walk without God. So um, at one point, it seems like you could have everything in life, all the success, a good name, uh, ministries, be recognized and famous and successful in people's eyes but you can at the same time you can have a disturbance you can have an anxiety inside you can have that sense of not being fully uh, fulfilled if you know what I'm talking about say amen because nothing can really uh, satisfy us nothing can really give us that full f uh, the feeling of fullness in your heart the feeling of fulfillment so we cannot place anything anything instead of God we cannot replace God you know like things are trying to hypnotize us they're trying to um like in that cartoon um, where the snake is staring with his um, like this eyes that's hypnotizing and from the the jungle book and I say stay away from me you snake you who are trying to lie who are trying to deceive trying to give me fake stuff to replace God so nothing can replace God no success whatever we desire in our flesh it's, uh, yes this marriage is happy family ha happy children but that cannot stand uh, above God deep in, in our spirit listen carefully every single person in in on this earth they desire the presence of god because that's how god has created us but what is the presence of god how does how does it uh, how does it show it normally manifests as peace and joy in the holy spirit is that feeling of joy and, f and peace in your heart. It's the feeling of, of being accepted. It's It cannot be af achieved by all kinds of meditations, mind workouts, where you're trying to convince your, yourself on something. But that sensation is that you're truly with your all of your being you feel loved and accepted you know your value in god's eyes and i encourage you to have that urge to know god to know his true heart because you can know a lot about him you can know a lot of information facts about god but it's possible that you wouldn't know his true him for real that you wouldn't feel 
God. You can feel, you can still feel far away from God, and our desire should be His true presence in our lives. And who of you is driving a car, for example? How did it all start? So normally it starts with a desire, a wish. You have set yourself a goal. You said, I want to drive a car. I want to be able to do it by myself. And I don't want anyone else. I don't want to depend on anyone else to do it for me. Uh, I remember when I was a little girl, he took me um, on the lap and let me drive. And I, I remember, oh, I was really waiting anxiously until I can learn myself, until I'm old enough to drive and learn myself. But you know that first thing is the desire, the goal, but then the whole journey starts, the whole difficult challenges when you have to learn all that theory, past exams. You know how much I don't like it. You know, I wouldn't go through all of this if I really didn't truly desire to drive. For me, it seems quite simple. But now when you open that book, it's so much detail, so much information. Some signs, uh, rules. But yes, I have learned all of that. Sometimes I got really upset and got nervous but you know that some kind of engine in me was going something inside inside of me was driving me towards achieving that goal and if i haven't if i hadn't set a goal i wouldn't have done all of this and I, I remember I had my first um, lesson. My, my husband was teaching me. And after the first lesson, I realized I need, I need another teacher. I remember we, we went to the roundabout. And he was like shouting, Vilma, turn, turn, turn. And I remember all my legs melted, all my body melted. Uh, I remember I stepped out of the car, I couldn't feel my legs. Uh, it was quite an, a stressful experience. And I found a teacher, uh, instructor who, who does this for a living. And he taught me, I remember I passed, it didn't, it wasn't easy. I remember I I didn't uh, pass on the first try. Remember f walking the first time when I failed and I was crying. It was snowing in England back then. I was here in UK. I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw away something and forget about it. But 
that passion was burning in my heart, said, no, I will do it. There was this force that was driving me towards that goal. And so I hope that we can set this goal in our hearts to know God, to know Him, truly know God, and, and desire that, because that we really realize that nothing can replace God. We shouldn't desire other things more than we desire God's presence. You know, when people desire money, they said, I need more money, but what they actually desire is they desire more peace, that, that kind of peace. And they think that their peace will depend on the amount of zeros after numbers on the account. But who can tell truly that money gave them peace? The more you have, the more worried you are. Some kind of crisis, um, instability in economy, and that always, that always captures your heart. It captivates because your your mind, your heart is always set on money. What truly people desire is to have that peace in heart. <laughs> the same way how we desire traveling how we desire traveling, how we desire some um, journeys, trips. Um, but what we truly desire is joy, is that kind of freedom. Um, all this can be achieved in God. All this we can find in Him. I want to share one more th thought before we have to finish. But you know the most dangerous trick of devil in this time in these times is you know when a person is already a Christian when he desires to follow God um, the devil will not come in tempting with some bad stuff he will come with the good things one of the most dangerous deadly tricks of Satan the whole media is working for it. Uh, how does it look normally? The day of a usual Christian, um, modern Christian. In the morning, we normally we normally uh, open up our phones, put up the earphones, listen to some kind of talks, news, or some kind of sermon, um, some kind of basically um, wishes for New Year. If it's um, afternoon, we like to read the the verse of the day, the verse of the some kind of read of the day from the Bible, just getting some inspiration, getting good thoughts. We listen to a few, s one or two s sermons. For, for when the dinner comes, we like to listen to worship, worship music, um, XFM radio. And you know what's 
the strange things? What are the paradox? Something strange about it is it seems like the person is in this good routine, in this good discipline, but the life is not stable. Whenever some kind of challenges comes, whatever um, any difficulty come, you can see so much stress, despair, so much loss, the, the sense of being lost in that person's life. He's the first in line to be angry at God, to be disappointed. You can listen and accept by your mind and or by your heart. <coughs> and it says when you are accept, when you accept information, when you uh, absorb Im information and process it only, uh, only by your mind, by your brain, only a little bit remains, only a little bit of, inf or of information really we uh, keep but and of course I'm not saying it's bad to, to listen to sermons to read some verses um, have a good reads that's talking about uh, the Bible uh, spiritual topics um, about the Bible and it's of course it's better than watching some silly shows but realize that realize that this is not the point this is not where your um, strength comes from it's not only by by r listening to some sermons do you know when all this trust in god and and loyalty and comes it's really when you say in your heart that without god's presence you don't want to continue, you don't want to live, you don't want to live without God. And today I want to tell you, turn off. I please, I really ask you, turn off all these sermons, some kind of talks where you're just um, receiving some processed information. You know, when somebody chews for you, chews the food and just puts in your mouth and you don't even have to make anything, make any effort. Somebody processes everything and just gives you the, the products. You just, you just got used to listening to so much talks, podcasts, sermons, verses of the day, some reflections but I encourage you to turn off all the noises just be with in silence with yourself and God and deeply in your heart tell God that you miss him you miss his presence I want to be with you I want to spend some time with you God but First, we have to make this, we have to create peace. We have to calm down the other things that distract us from really 
being with God, from God's presence. You have to be like attached to God, like glue yourself to God. It's a funny way to say, but when we in our hearts decide and declare that we do not want to live without God, when we decide, we declare that without you, God, I don't want to go anywhere. I will not go if you're not going with me, if you're not guiding me, if you're not leading me, God. And that being that uh, being in God's presence, we have to practice. We have to we have to practice this as well. It has to become a habit, uh, like a discipline. But um, that's why I tell you, do not get uh, deceived. So nowadays in the media, a lot of things come and re represent themselves as God. And yes, they are t talking good things, not necessarily bad. Sometimes they're talking really good and wise things. But have you really encountered God? Have you really met God? Have you experienced Him in your life? Or is it just another mm, piece of information you, you, you uh, heard? Every day we have to practice. We have to uh, practice um, being in God's presence. You cannot rel uh, rely on somebody else's experiences. And you have to cannot rely on what happened in the past. You have to come to God. It has to be re renewed every day. If I f at least a little bit feel that I have some anxiety or uneasiness in my heart, I know somewhere I have lost sight on God. I have lost my my where I put my con where I concentrate. I know some maybe somewhere I have I have abandoned God. I have tried to achieve something on my own with my own strength, my own efforts. But this thing we can learn. You can learn as you live. And not only you become full of life, you become wise. You become very aware, alert. You will you will see deeper, deeper than the world. You, you will see the deeper meaning of things of what's happening around you. God will give you his knowledge, his wisdom. And those who only uh, s stand on these 5% of the information that remain in your our minds, um, it doesn't, it's not a, a strong foundation. It doesn't hold you in, in challenges. It's not a firm ground. Um, I'm not here to give you uh, five easy steps, how it's popular today to say 
three steps or seven steps into something. But you have to find your own path, your own way, and your own personal and deep relationship with God. And God will give you mercy. He is not hiding. He's not like that. He's not trying to run away from us. I was thinking whether should I tell you this or not, but in my life I have experienced a few critical moments, very difficult situations. Um, maybe the past five years, maybe, when it has been difficult and challenging, and I, I was thinking, wow, it has been difficult. And after the next year, I think, yeah, this one was difficult too. But there has been a few confirmations when I, I was encouraged to continue being loyal and walking the path I have chosen. I remember one night when um, in my, my family's life there has been some bad events, negative events that I couldn't control, I had no control over. You know, when you are driving and you completely lose control, like for example, if the steering wheel stops working or or the brakes don't work. So the similar way I felt back then, and I, I felt like I can't do anything about it. And and these bad negative things were piling and piling on top of each other. And it was considering what are my children, it would, uh, was it had to do something with my children. What are my children? You just don't know. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to pray. You you lost all the words. And it just whatever what else left to say is you just cry out to God. You say God. You don't have to pray long words. You know when your heart cries out for God deeply. Deep cries out for deep and and that's enough because God hears and sees your heart. He knows w without you even saying anything. Um, I remember that night that seems to be the most terrible for me. I couldn't fall asleep because bad things were happening. Bad, bad things I couldn't control and stop. And I remember I allowed myself to stand before and look into that pain, to face it and look into the eyes of that pain. I remember I was I was crying, I was weeping, and uh, thoughts were rushing through my mind, thinking, God, 
Where are you? Do you even exist? I'm talking openly with you. I remember thinking to myself back then, uh, I was feeling like if I had a box of antidepressants, I would take them or some kind of stronger drink. I was even feeling this way. I, would, I was ready to do anything. Not ready, but just it felt like I could do anything just to ease that pain, just to run away from that pain. When you feel so disappointed, you're so lost, and you know that you know that the pain is always with you. It's when you go to sleep, when you wake up. You know you can learn to smile. I and a lot of us learn to smile and hide it and wear masks. But but you know that your heart's being um, broken and but that night that scary, um, miserable night, I experienced God's, a very strong God's presence and comfort when I felt like I had been raised to life. I had been raised to life and heard God's promise and whispering, saying, Vilma, everything is going to be okay. And um, God ensured me that he's looking after my child. God is with her. God is looking after her. And you can listen to millions of ser sermons and teachings, but it's not going to give you comfort and peace until you hear it from God himself until you hear him talking to you personally in that situation. And my heart was filled again with peace and joy. This, uh, this situation, the circumstances haven't changed in a, in a night, but I, I was, my heart was changed. My and I knew that my child is safe. Her future is safe in God's hands. And God himself wants to talk to you. He wants to assure you, assure you in every situation. And mountains have to move because God has spoken for those who have made God his their refuge, their strength, their comfort. I guarantee you, these people will stand. They will stand. They will not be shaken. And they will be a testimony of God's glory and, and presence. And you will, you will testify that God came. He he comforted me, he gave me mercy. He healed my heart, he, he raised me up again. 
to live. He gave me life. And and I understand when people have this pain, some pain in their lives, and they they're trying to shut it down. They're um, looking for all kinds of means how to ease that pain, but nothing works. Nothing works. No, not not kind of not um, such any kind of drugs or nothing you try to mm, to give you that fake joy and peace it's not gonna work if it's not God if it's not God's peace and God's comfort this is the desire of Jesus is to keep us to give us life and let's pray now thank you father I pray for those who feeling uh, lost and weak today who seem to know a lot about you who have heard so many teaching sermons read so much books but they feel like smallest of trials and challenges are sh um, it's shaking their lives shaking their ground their foundation I pray that I pray that we learn how to approach you. I learn that we learn how to pray, how to be with you, God, how to be in your presence, how to read your word and put it in our hearts that it remains, that it helps us in our challenges in the darkest of days, that your word, your peace and comfort and your presence will keep us God is God is calling us to come to him the the way we are coming with open hearts with real hearts without any coverings when you come to God the way you are with open heart when you acknowledge everything is when the healing starts when God can can comfort you if you acknowledge that you need him. Turn off all the disturbance, all the noise. Turn off whatever is distracting you from really spending time, spending time with God, with being in his presence. And that we would get inspired and encouraged by the Psalm 91 and make God our refuge, our comfort, come to hide under his wings. Thank you, Jesus, that you cleanse us, that you renew us. Please forgive us, God, when, when we ran away from you, when we ignored you when we didn't trust you please forgive God all of our sins and and cleanse us and renew us and um, now we're gonna share the drink and bread and if you're at home you can do it with us together thank you Jesus <coughs> 